Welcome to Pang Stars. Today we have Bobby Summers. He was born on April 23rd at 7pm in Mississauga. He's a Taurus. Before we get on to him, let's introduce our host. She's a meditation teacher, sound healer and 905er Sharpang. Proud 905er repping Mississauga, also where Bobby is from. I understand you went to the Performing Arts High School, Cawther Park SS. I did. <laughs> drama major. Yes. Do you still major in drama, Bobby? Uh, I, honestly, I'm like pretty drama free right now. Ooh, There's like okay. not. Um, I'm very like selective mm-hmm. about um, who I let kind of like um, yeah. penetrate my like energy sphere. Yes. All about so, that. Yeah. Um, I also auditioned for um, Etobicoke School of the Arts hmm. for musical theater. And I got in. Yes. But, um, you know, like Cawthra was like closer to home and just like more convenient. But mm-hmm. I wish I'd went to Etobicoke School Was it of better? I feel like Etobicoke is more like a legit artsy experience. Okay. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, probably like harder drugs, you know, <laughs> more like sexual experimentation. Mm. Cawthra was a little bit... Um, a little vanilla for an art school. Okay. I think it was pretty safe. Okay. I knew people that went there. I went to Lorne Park as an overachieving Asian. So I was in the enhanced air quotes program. So okay. I was in my insulated bubble of overachieving Asians and like other ethnics that were just there for school. So I stayed extremely pure all throughout high school, but I wore a lot of like weird outfits because. I would be back and forth from Hong Kong because that's where my dad was living and working. So I'd have like weird like 90s fashion, like that like lime green, the the bright orange that looks bad on everybody, like platform shoes. (laughs) Spice Girls were big. So like I would wear like like my hair would be dyed. I wore like all this crazy shit. Like it was just like it was amazing. Actually, I wish I had pictures because I dressed like so over the top. Wait, so you went to high school in the 90s? Yeah, I did. Could you smoke? in school i don't know i'm sure people smoked outside but i didn't get involved with that i've never smoked a cigarette in my life i was always like so i i am a smoker so um i'm like quitting so soon um but i was always so like um fascinated by the idea of people being able to like uh smoke in the halls no 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 that did not happen okay because it did happen it did happen once upon a time like maybe not in the 90s but there was a time sure where you could smoke like in the cafeteria what the fuck no 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 that was (laughs) that's artsy no no no. i have been because i'm older i have been like on planes where people were allowed to smoke on the planes it was fucked i'm sure it was like it was probably like Emirates or something, but legit. People would like <laughs> light up in the aisle, like, and the whole plane would like reek of smoke. Like, I have, I have been on flights where people smoked. Which That's messed gross. up. Yeah, it's but disgusting. I will say it's really hard going a whole flight without a cigarette if that's like what you do. But and like, um, yeah, and you can't vape anymore because you'll die of like, like some lung infection now. Right. Like, isn't that the case? Like, there's some weird shit going on. I know people who are so addicted to cigarettes that they won't travel because they refuse to go, like, the length of the flight without a cigarette. 
and how short would that flight be like transatlantic four hours no, four like, and a half like, like even two and a half hours for real like here to damn. new york like That's these so are damn. like chain damn wow love them though. i like the the addiction like the craving build up after a flight because it's so irritable anyway when you're on a flight yeah it sucks mm-hmm. that when you first touch down you get out and it's that like, hot air of like whatever country you're in oh you and get then out you have a cigarette it's like oh you get the duty-free cigarettes <laughs> like you've usually got like 10 decks chanel cigarettes on you. yeah all kinds of exotic marlboro duty-free cohiba cigarettes american cigarettes are harsh are they like american spirit American spirit, they are very harsh, but they're apparently not so bad for you. Really? Yeah, because they only have two ingredients, tobacco and water. Hmm. Whereas like what I'm smoking probably has like, I don't know, just like every ingredient that makes you like pee blood, you know. (laughs) What do you smoke? In Canada, I smoke Belmonts, which Mm -hmm. is weird because like on my like mm-hmm. budget yeah i should be smoking like paul malls <gasps> like with the money i have i yeah. should be like finding cigarette butts on the street really and like smoking those <laughs> but i'm still like no it's not worth I it i want bellies it's a false economy <laughs> actually you know a, what? it's like a dollar cheaper Is but it? the the, the something satisfaction how mouths okay so trash whereas belmonts are kind of like smooth and good smooth and classy you feel shortchanged if you smoke a pal mal I'm smooth and classy, but I want to let you guys know that I found a joint on the sidewalk as I was walking down the street with my friend. It was like, it was like not even burnt. It was just like, it's like someone, they didn't even smoke the whole thing. It was still kind of rolled. So I just picked it up and put it in my little fanny pack for real. Oh, I mean, let me show it to you. uh, It would be rude. I went to go see Flying Lotus, you know, Flying Lotus. No. He had like a show at the Danforth, like a 3D it, yeah. was, it was just like sitting on the sidewalk like a little baby That's waiting like for healthy, me to rescue like, it. Look at this. Girthy. It must have just fallen. Like, you know, maybe it fell off of someone's ear if they were biking oh or something. Like, you know, because it was just like on the sidewalk, not in the street. I was just like, and my, my eagle eye. Anyway, like, so, huh. someone was smoking a, um, <clears throat> a joint next to me at this uh, concert. And then he passed me it. I was like, oh, thank you. Had like a f- couple drags of it. And then I passed it back to him and he took another drag from it. And then he started having some kind of seizure or some kind of like, he started like doing this weird thing. And then his friend like led him away. And I was like, what was in that spliff? And I did feel like a little bit weird. Oh. It was like the the visuals, because it's a 3D show, looked like a bit more sharp. Right. And I was like, oh shit, is that like spice? Like. Synthetic. I haven't smoked so- weed in so long. Like yeah. I don't know. Like what are people? Um, I, don't, I don't know. Are people mixing like wild shit in there? Yeah. I don't know. I I almost wanted to say like call me a sober living coach because like I I also do not really I don't really depend upon anything. Sometimes it's like weed or like you know like regular stuff. Hundred percent. And I have never been like I had never smoked like anything until like my 30s so it wasn't like the jesus year 33 i never never did anything which is interesting um but like i really don't want to never that i never had to rely upon any substances but i actually just for clarity for where i need to be right now in my life i actually don't want to rely upon anything other than like myself or my spiritual practices or my meditation like like what is that like what's that reliance like for me i really feel a really strong need to just like 
uh, like it's not even like oh i'm good i don't need this like i just want to like see what happens if i'm just like there i'm so jealous you've never felt reliant on substances i feel like i came out of the womb like Mm. reliant on like external comfort Mm. and now that i've been without it for two plus years there is that part of me that's like maybe i'm in a more like spiritually sound space where i can like introduce certain things sure that will actually be like helping me instead of like um sort of like act serving as crutches mm, mm-hmm. like i've been reading about like microdosing lsd sure, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. um all that like trendy super trendy stuff yeah. but i don't know i don't want to risk it you know yeah like it if you have that propensity to like if a substance or like substances that you like you've had that relationship that you know like it's like some smokers that i know that quit like that use the alan carr book do you know that book it's a very famous Alan Carr, book. Alan Carr book. It's a non. No. It's a how to quit smoking book. It basically just because you have to read it. I think it's a short pamphlet. It's not a pamphlet, but it's a short booklet. Right. What you were supposed to do from I knew a lot of people, a bunch of people that had tried it. Like you're supposed to read it through, but you continue all your smoking behaviors and habits as you do it. But as you read that book, what it does build up in you is the cognitive dissonance between reading something. And then actually doing that behavior, it turns you off in a way. So you you're supposed to keep smoking while you read the book. And then when you're done the book, I don't know if it's like the cognitive dissonance allows you to like distance yourself from it or whatever. But one guy I knew who had quit cigarettes, I don't know if it was cold turkey after reading the book, possibly, because I think because you're I think that's what it supposed to like engender whatever right he was like i'm like well then what kept you from staying off of cigarettes knowing that you like loved smoking you had this relationship to it like he's like well it's because i know that the one cigarette i think might be harmless at the bar whatever social situations it's all psychological situations that put you in like oh i need this i'm used to having this and you're overriding neural pathways as you quit your addictive behavior or like behaviors where the people that you hang out with whatever He's like, I know that a, that one cigarette is a difference between me like staying sober or quitting. So I don't have the one cigarette. I'm like, OK, because like I don't right. like I, I haven't had that kind of relationship. Maybe sex like that was about it or maybe food. But like that's not harmful. I never like ate so much that I right. got sick or whatever. You were never like mama juning your way through no, life. Like, no, but Pre makeover mama juning. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I I have that mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. um that thing that is um where like if something feels kind of good yes. i just want more of it yeah that's why i hang out with lewis <laughs> that's why i'm here to see yes. lewis because it feels so good <laughs> yes and it's like an impulse control thing a psychological thing an addiction thing that like we all know what that's like like if you don't find some kind of inner peace or inner ground within yourself whether that's meditation spirituality working out whatever like right. a way to regulate emotions feelings thoughts a way to override your bad habits which are like you know grooves of a train track or a wagon let's say you know right right? if you can't like you're always going to go that path because you're conditioned to like that's the fastest shortcut Mm -hmm. but through for me it was uh, like working out like yoga meditation spirituality now that would be my daily kundalini practice that i do every single day rain or shine even if i'm crying even have a shit day even if i'm if it's 2 a.m., I have to do it. Right. That taught me a lot of grit and like hard work or like even as I'm crying or like having a trouble having trouble doing it. 
I don't know, like if if well, you can. Well, that's when you need to do it. That's right? when you need to do it, and finding a lack within yourself to consume or feel like any external validation will make you feel better we all know that's not the case that's why i had a shopping problem that's why right i can throw money in a hole buying anything or like or consuming drugs alcohol sex people food whatever it is we can always have an unhealthy relationship that's not balanced towards something but until you find some refuge or practice just understanding within yourself okay i have these behaviors but like within myself like it's not that I'm good. I, I don't know what I'm trying to say here. Like like finding some anchor or refuge within yourself with your own practice or breathing or something. For me, it's meditation. That's kind of always the nugget of that. Then yeah. nothing outside of you will ever be enough. All the drugs, all the sex, all the power, all the fame, all the money. You always want more. That's the nature of addiction. Mm-hmm. It's never enough and it will never be satisfied. Like that beast will never be satisfied. No. One is too many and a thousand aren't enough. Yeah. It's how it is. Um, yeah. It's... But maybe your chart will tell us some things. Who knows? Yeah, I am excited to dive in. I have it up shit. here. Like how much do you know about astrology or how much like experience do you have? Do you know like sun, moon, rising, like? I don't. I feel okay. like astrology has gotten so complicated recently. I, it was always just like, you're a Taurus. That's it. <laughs> now it's like, um. I think you're, you're a good Taurus. Lewis has a relationships with Taurus, Taurians that he either loves them or hates them. But he 50, loves 50. you. 50-50. Yeah. Oh, he loves me. Yeah. That's what I said. I'm going to make you prove it later. (laughs) (laughs) He said, you were so delightful. I will love you. But, you know, what's not to love about a Taurus sun? So that's the sun sign is generally like, you know, you're a Taurus. You know that. That's generally how you might appear or like act. So like Taurus likes luxury. It is ruled by Venus, just as Libra is also ruled by Venus. Mm. Um, So, I mean, like Taurus is like like naps and expensive things. I love a nap, but I've never given a shit about expensive Mm. things. Where do you spend the most? Like, where is your indulgence? See, like, like luxury and indulgence and pleasure. Like, where is that for you? My indulgence and pleasure is doing nothing. Yes, that's the Taurus vibe. Yeah, like, I'm not that person who's Mm. like, I'm going to reward myself by, like, going out. I'm like, I'm going to, like, going out is the work. (laughs) And being around people is the work. And Mm -hmm. I recharge by being, like, under a duvet, salty snack, one hand on my nuts, other hand, (laughs) like, kind of... You know, like Doing picking, something. you know, I like, Grapes. I don't know, I love steak. a movie, I love a film, I love a 90s mm. like teen movie. Ooh, like what? What's I like love, your, like, like, oh my God. Um, I like like the super fluffy shit. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, like the super fluffy shit, like, like Clueless yes. or something. Mm, but then I also like the like much darker kind of like. Um, like my favorite director is Todd Salons. Like, oh, happiness. <clears throat> happiness. happiness. Well, welcome to the dollhouse. Yes. Is like, oh, that's yeah. my like, that's my go to. And like yeah. Ghost World with yes. Scarlett Johansson yes. and Thora Birch. Yeah. And then like, again, like more like just like the campiest 
like early 2000s like mm. Josie and the Pussycats yes. like um, Scooby-Doo live action <laughs> anything adapted from a comic book like, <laughs> like so there you know one thing I kind of like really enjoyed for a time like the the 90s stalker movies like the teen stalker movies like Mark Wahlberg was in Fear one. yeah Fear with was it Robert Kristen Dunst I guess I don't remember who, but like all the stalker movies, like Swim Fan with like Erica, whatever. Oh my like, god! Like all those like creepy like I'm obsessed. Those were those were amazing like stalker movies. Well, there was a scene in Fear where Mark Wahlberg <laughs> fingers oh Kristen Dunst on the roller coaster. On the roller coaster, yes! and yes! I'm just like wait, I've just like I'm waiting to get fingered on a roller coaster, like. We're going to Wonderland, Lewis. Canada's Wonderland <laughs> is still open, guys. It's still open. I was there like last month. No one fingered me. Root. So disappointing. I just for a refund. Root. <laughs> this is not as. <laughs> I just felt something on my hole and I didn't know what it was. And I realized Bobby was sitting next yeah. to me. <laughs> <clears throat> Well, I mean. <laughs> so what does it mean that I'm ruled by Venus? It's just the ruling planet of Taurus. And does like that signify anything? Like are people ruled by Venus like more one way than like people who are like ruled by I mean, Uranus? to a certain... <laughs> can, you, can you be ruled by Uranus? Yeah, you can. I forget. I forget uh, who who's daddy planet that is. Because Uranus <laughs> seems Bottoms. to be like a daddy <laughs> Like a daddy planet. But, you know, like speaking of being ruled by Venus, you are a Taurus. Lewis is a Libra, but your rising sign, Bobby, is Libra. The the beautiful, harmonious planet. We are now in Libra season. And Libra is, is you know, the symbol of Libra is the balance and the scales. So the rising sign is maybe how people, if they didn't know you, they would they would maybe characterize you as like, oh, Maybe he's got some Libra traits. And Libra traits are like they love aesthetics. They love harmony. They know how to... They're very likable and charming, which you are, oh. thousand percent. Like, you know, they know how to create harmony within the group. But at worst, that leads to indecisiveness because you don't want to upset one right. party or the other. Libra is about fairness and you can see all sides of the situation. So you can be diplomatic or, you know, you're like, mm, maybe I'll just keep my mouth shut. Like, they do like to keep harmony to a certain extent. I do feel like I have, like, a, a harmony maintenance role mm. in some of my circles. In my mm -hmm. family, yeah. especially. I'm yeah. definitely the least quick to um, to snap or, like, sure. throw a plate. <laughs> um, but the rest of my family is, like, really quick to throw a in plate. Time. So, yeah. I, I don't know. Well, it's interesting because your moon is in Aries and the moon sign is kind of how you might be around close friends and family or like just yourself in private, whether that's emotionally or just like how you behave. And interestingly, the moon sign Aries is the first sign that would throw a fucking plate at someone's head because really? Aries is a fire sign. It's very like hot tempered, hot or cold. Like, does he like me or does he not? Did he change his mind? Like, it's very like, you know, fast moving, like impatient. The baby of the Zodiac that is just like, mm, 
was he interested in me? I don't know, but he saw something else and off he goes to to because something else caught his attention. That's right. kind of like the the Aries has an attention span of a fly. However, <laughs> moderated accurate yeah right very You're like, impatient you might be like, like okay this now. is cool you're like fuck i don't want to wait now. fuck it like i don't give a shit yeah. now mm, mm, mm. now mm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> right but but taurus is an earth sign and libra is a very harmonious air sign the earth sign taurus is like slow to anger but if i cross a line with you right you're gonna you will blow up to an extreme that's kind of like it's like a bull right like the bull is only provoked if you like if you're flashing right. red. Otherwise, it's like, well, you know, I can let this go. I can yeah. let this go until that point. It's very much that. Mm. It's very like, yeah. It. I mean, when I first um, got sober mm. and stopped um, all that. Mm-hmm. I found that confrontation was a very good replacement for um, the rush of drugs. True. So when I first got sober, I just mm-hmm. wanted to, fu- which is not unique to me. Like, yeah, I just sure. wanted to fight with everyone. Yeah. I was like starting shit yeah. in rehab. Yeah, you get a dopamine rush, right? You're like, oh my gosh, it was insane. Yeah. It was so much fun. <laughs> now I'm like, hey, yeah, no, I can't. It, it takes a lot to mm. like push me over. You the are kind of like a, a a character in like a nineties uh, teen film. True. Oh, you know what I mean. The that nicest kind of thing so anyone's just, ever said to me. You like to rumble. I, <laughs> I feel that energy. Like you're like the antagonist of like a like a mean girl. He's not the mean girl. He's like enforcing it. Like exactly, number two. Yeah. Like it. Like it's the like numbers, like yeah. she Regina doesn't need to do shit. She knows Bobby's gonna talk that shit when she's yeah. not there, I'm and the Bobby will like control girl, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> that like. The like the number two lieutenant yeah. enforcer <laughs> that everyone is equally terrified of, if not more so, because you have like you are the one who does the dirty. Work. I like to have Bobby on my side. I feel very empowered. You would Bobby it, on my team. I'm a good corner. person to have on your side. <laughs> exactly. I will call a bitch out. Like I will. I'm like I don't have like a uh, a high bullshit tolerance. Yeah. Especially for dishonesty. Yeah. Like if I smell dishonesty, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna like nod and yeah. like just smile. I'm gonna be like I'll just give you, you know. like a nod and then maybe motion to someone like Bobby, could you just take care of this? <laughs> and I mean anytime. It, <laughs> if we're <for> talking <laughs> if we're talking about communication style, I'm gonna jump to the planet Mercury, which is the planet of communication. And indeed, yours is in Taurus. So it's like similar, right? Like, oh, no bullshit. If you've made up your mind, mm. don't even try to change it. Because I'm like, you're fixed. You're stubborn. You're going to like dig your heels in the ground. Like, that's my decision. Why are you even trying? You're mm-hmm. wasting your time if you're trying, if you really try to convince me of a point, which I've decided that is it. That's a Taurus vibe. Right. A thousand percent. Like my family trying to talk <gasps> me out of doing stand-up comedy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, that... I've gotten signs from the universe. This is my path. <laughs> mom. Thanks, mom. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, uh, you know, I'm going to get into the Venus and the Mars signs, and they are both in Pisces. Uh, Venus is kind of like your romantic and love behavior. Mars is kind of so like... So that should be no planet, really. What do you mean, no planet? <laughs> there should be, like... <laughs> like there's no planet. There's no romance. I guess there has been in the past, 
Pisces. Let's elaborate on that. Yeah. Like Pisces is a water sign. I, I looked at the makeup of all the signs that you have and you are very earthy with like five earth signs and four water signs, just one in fire. So you contend like you have a lot of stability in terms of the earthiness, but then there's a lot of feelings perhaps underneath that surface, right? Um Venus and Mars are in Pisces. Mars is kind of like kind of how you fight. Mars is the god of war. And that's possible like aggression or sexuality to a certain extent. I would say Pisces behavior like Pisces is the the last sign of the zodiac. So they have all qualities of the signs that came before it. Mm. So Pisces is like the ultimate intuitive empath who flows in the waters of whatever. Um but yeah that's kind of pisces interesting to have it in the mars sign which means like you're not really that aggressive like you don't have to be but you also have like the taurus and the aries energy that allows you to dig in your heels and like say a word or like create conflict if if there's something wrong you need to speak up about it right yeah and all your outer planets like saturn uranus and neptune are all in capricorn so that's a very like hard working energy right capricorn i'm a capricorn rising is i would say that's one of the hardest outwardly working signs of the earth signs like all earth signs i believe work hard because the earth is about material stuff right the things that we can see career money materialist right. like material gains so we all know as earth signs what you put into it is what you get out of it right, right? and that's what you know that's the first thing everyone says about Taurus is like uh-huh. you're ambitious. Yes. That's the that's that's always been it for me. Mm-hmm. Like uh, my identity, yeah. like as I perceive it has always been very tethered to okay. my ambitions. Sure. It's hard to separate myself like mm-hmm. Bobby as the person like yeah. from like my projects. Uh-huh. It kind of feels like I am my projects mm-hmm. and like you know what am I when like that's all said and done. When the lights go down, it's you true. know, I'm just very, um, my universe has always been very centered around like, um, my drive, what I'm working on. All right. <laughs> well, I will say that I like, I love Bobby's stand up because you have this like really sort of like sweet demeanor, but then you say like rising. some really like dark shit and <laughs> you manage to get away with saying like the F bomb. Uh, well because i am one yeah but it doesn't always hit when someone says that but it was like it was so impressive like how you made everyone just like die in that thing because you know sometimes like even if someone is gay or whatever it cannot hit as much as it perhaps should do like people have like a bit of a like hold back about like certain words right but you like managed to make it like come across in like a very like funny way that was like you know i found that impressive because i don't always see it work for people well the first thing that was ever said to me like the first time i ever did stand up was like was kind of similar to that the guy was like he was like, yeah, you came on stage with this kind of almost like Pee Wee Herman, <laughs> like energy, like yeah. just looking so innocent and like yeah. not the antithesis of threatening. Yeah. And then, yeah, so I feel like maybe uh, 
a lot of comics have like a threatening aura. Mm. You know, you have to kind of like, yeah. I feel like they have to um, intimidate. Or... They are intimidating. It's mm -hmm. harder as an audience member, I think, to like warm up to mm -hmm. them. I don't, mm -hmm. I think, you know, I'm like, I have this like husky, like quirky, um, just like goofy gay thing that I think, yeah. But it has I like think... a real like robustness to it. You know what I mean? There is like, because you get a lot of people who have that like affect, but it's it it's just often like weak and it doesn't hit. Whereas right. you have that like quirky um, like appearance, but then you have this like dark, and it's probably like for what you've like been through and a lot of like experience things. But it like it's really interesting. Like I really like the the whole thing. It really Thank interests you so me. much. I feel like it's it's nothing I ever could have done two years ago or even one year ago. Mm, like yeah. I've just kind of decided to like completely stop trying to control like how pe how I want people to see it. Mm. You know, I just like completely 100% like being like uh my authentic self well here's and not being scared <laughs> to let people yeah. see that because yeah. before it was always like oh I want people to think I'm like cool and yeah. like skinny and like edgy yeah. and now it's like well you're <laughs> you're not any of those things <laughs> so I don't know it's just it's been liberating being yeah. like yeah you know you actually more Expose. like you're more mm. muscular than i thought that you come across what my legs like you you have like a like a robustness and a thickness to you you have like oh. a like <laughs> a thick. are you you're, checking out my body Lewis, like is, Lewis is eyeing are you your me thighs. me yeah. Look, everyone saying, always thinks i have muscular thighs but they're I, not muscular they're have, jiggly i also have very strong calves so i respect a well leg like day. my legs should be muscular because they've been carrying the rest of me <laughs> for my whole life. But I don't know. I feel like um, there's like, yeah, when I like shake naked in the mirror, mm. it's very lava lampy. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's just funny how I look like, like a melting candle naked. <laughs> you have like a, there's like an impression of you for like how you talk and that, but then the content of it is very like dog mm. and like, like sinister and almost like cynical in a way and then like you're actually much more like muscular than you come across and it's very interesting because you have this like <laughs> what the fuck are you i know me too i'm just like what no one's he's ever just talking said that himself to into a hole why don't we cut him that's off what here? i do yeah, i really do. like that like lewis is like checking out my body though. yeah he's, he's can looking, we use your shower he's looking in this triangle the crotch triangle the denim yeah. triangle um I do want to say here, your north node, this is the last astral point I'll touch upon. Your north node is in Aquarius, which is inventive, original, end of the moment, right? Like you were saying that you did a show in Waterloo and people were just like, you were like, I got up and I saw this crowd and they were like, oh God, they're like, they are not going to fuck with this. Yeah, in 30 seconds I knew, was like, I was ugh. like, I wish I had like a backup set Have where I talked yeah. less about my hole and <laughs> because like... This crowd is just like, yeah. But then it's like you know you want to be yeah, true to your course, art and your voice course. and like the jokes I tell are very 
obviously like shaped by my experience yeah. and how yeah. I see the world. Yeah. And if like people can't relate to that, then that's fine. Some people do, you know. That's why you're Bobby Summers, charming Libra rising, and that's why you're an original just like Gandhi and Princess Diana, who were also North Node Aquarius. Okay. So when we talk about the North Node, that's really kind of like as you go through the journey of life, as you understand and work towards your life purpose, your soul purpose, and why you are here on this fucking planet for... The, I, I believe like North Node Aquarian is to dig into your originality, dig into your unique experiences. And it says even here to kind of share that and channel it to a wider audience. I am a North Node in Leo and I believe that Leo and Aquarius are the opposite, like opposite signs. So Aquarians can be detached and aloof and observe what everyone is doing in a way that you're removed from you're not participating in it. and you can really dissect people's behavior or their like drive or their motivation like why is that person acting like that you're like I know why right that's something that Aquarians have a real talent for like you can really see like just like somebody's full intentions without them even telling you like you understand what people are doing like the machinations of the pe- of, of the plebs I feel like I am pretty good at peeling the layers back and yeah mm. Like sniffing someone's <laughs> truth as opposed to what they're trying to portray. Mm. Not to toot my own horn. I'm just like a great aura sniffer. Well, let's see. Shall we see what the cards have in store for you today? Yes, please. All right. So I am going to be your hands. So I'm just going to shuffle here. And you can just tell me when I should stop shuffling. Stop. Okay. And now we have to cut this deck into three separate piles. And you just let me know where I should do so. Whether, like, move, like, a third down, two thirds, whatever. You just let me know. Um, cut it there. Here? Yeah. Here? No, higher. Okay, I think here. Here, this thing? I think a little higher. All right, this? Yeah. All right, and should I place this to my left or to my right? To your left. To my left. Okay, are we going to cut this large pile? yeah, let's cut that one okay. halfway. Halfway. Roughly halfway, yeah. Mm, I think I need more. Mm. Are we okay? Let's just drop a couple. This? Yeah, that's good. Okay. And shall I place it here? Yes. All right. So now we have to recombine these into one pile in whatever order you pick. So you can just tell me which pile to pick up. Um, okay. Where you want put this the one go. on the left this one? in the middle. Okay. Yep. And put the fat pile on top this one on top yeah okay we have a reading and i'm having fun with the seven card readings we're just gonna do it past present future the lesson coming into your life the lesson already learned what is working for you and what is not working for you okay leg day i'm gonna need you to just the leg day card all right past (laughs) oh we got nine of swords feel free to describe this card it looks a lot like my past. Um, <laughs> there, it's, um, it looks like a demon. It's full of worms and maggots. Um, shout out my exes. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's demonic. It's terrifying. It's what I see when I have sleep paralysis. <laughs> um, yeah, it looks like a, um, 
It looks like a, the like realm of evil from like an anime. <laughs> it's just like maggots and darkness and yeah, that's what yeah Vi- and violence. Yeah, I mean, we have swords energy, so that has to do with kind of like it could be struggles, conflicts, clashes. Uh, This is the energy of air and the intellect. And indeed, the nine of swords has to do with like nightmares, anxiety, like you wake up with cold sweats at 3 a.m., like, you know, biting your teeth down to like that's really got that nervous energy and sometimes for an irrational reason, right? Right. Like the nightmare that you had. Yeah. So that's a lot of mental anguish, a lot of like burden, a lot of difficulty. So that's exactly kind of the energy of of the nine of swords here. So that's in the past. Let's move into the present and see what we have. Ooh, We have mother or queen of wands. Take a look at that and describe it here. Mother or queen of wands. Yes. It's a snake, which scares me but it it it's very harmonious it's yeah, like absolutely. in tune with nature yes it's like balanced it's um it's like um what's the what's the adjective i'm looking for here it's like in preparation for something Ooh. like the snake looks the Coil. snake is like resting something. before it attacks. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And like now we have the wands. That is the suit of creativity, fire, like projects. Like imagine the spark of fire. So when it's upright, it's somebody who's warm and generous, someone who's honorable, creative, intelligent, friendly, and mature. The advice of the Queen of Wands is worth taking. And this person could be a loyal confidant or provide valuable assistant. And is it upright? It's upright, yes. Um, If this queen does not represent an actual person, it indicates that now is a good time for you to move forward in any business or creative venture that you're planning. And you did tell me that you only started comedy in July? June. June, like that's insane. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. June or July. Wow. That's impressive. Thank you. If the queen represents you, she is an indication that you have the qualities within yourself that you need to succeed. Dig in. It's good. I love that. And if you're at that level, like <laughs> having started in June, you know, like that's amazing. And I know you also mentioned like, you know, you are very creative. You went to an art school. You also were doing music for quite some time as mm-hmm. well. Right. Spent some time in L.A. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm. Yeah, I'm very. I have like a I'm throwing a lot of shit at the wall right now. Yep. I'm excited to see cool. what sticks. Cool. You know? Hopefully something. I really feel like and you know, we, we never met each other before this. I had heard a lot about you from Lewis and you know, I already even from the way he talked about you, I'm like, Oh, this guy is like very charming and, and indeed you are very charming and very funny. I, I think you know, not everyone has to be charismatic and you can't buy that. You just have it or you're not. And it's not even that charisma equals that someone's interesting. It doesn't have to. But like, you know, you have something that is compelling. And I feel that like I'm like, oh, I want to know more about this person. I've never seen your set. But I'm like, oh, I would love to hear like his jokes and what he gets into. I can tell that you're extremely talented. And I feel that I already know. Like, I don't even need to see anything. I know that you have something. So, you know, that 
understanding that and being able to work with your talent and what you have knowing what you have and like keeping going i think is a really good thing and as i speak this let's turn over the future card i'm gonna cry let's see what we have Ooh, we have ooh, we have the three of cups no big deal that it's reversed it's actually a very harmonious card take a look and this describe is the future this card future yes why are they all scary <laughs> <laughs> is any of these cards gonna have a hot naked guy on it yeah, you <laughs> a pack of belmont <laughs> um you know i have always been very uh I I do have like a weird in obsession with slash like I've always been very inspired by birds, especially blackbirds. Um, there are three blackbirds sitting on a branch, and there are three um, goblets, and there's like a um, a sunrise. I'll it's tell you ominous. It's <laughs> it's very ominous, it's but very ominous. pretty. The Three of Cups is a lovely card, it says. It foresees you in the company of amazing friends, creating memories together that you'll forever hold dear. These are not any old friends. The, they are people with whom you feel a rare connection. With them you feel truly yourself. Each Enjoy each minute of their company. This card can also indicate an upcoming celebration. Love abounds. Wow. I've been praying for that a lot, mm-hmm. actually. I do have people in my life who I have, like, very strong, meaningful connections with. But mm-hmm. I feel like I've also cleared out a lot right. of crap mm-hmm. people-wise mm-hmm. from my life. Mm-hmm. Like, there are a lot less people in my life than yeah. there used to be. Right. So I feel like there's... I feel like I've created space and yeah. I've been praying for like uh, things to like for people to like fill that space. Yeah. I'm excited um, for. Yeah. I'm. That's honestly stunning. It's I like, feel spoiled. Yeah. The universe is, is spoiling me. Yes. I mean, this is a harmonious card to have upright or not the energy of this really you know like and like triangulation it could be two other people that are supportive there's three of us here also and another suggestion from my other resource also says you know it's a positive influence except that the gratification you might be getting may be more sensual than deeply emotional at this point you will i don't know i don't i don't like what it said here i don't believe in that you will still have success but your achievements may be in small things i don't think so I don't I personally don't think that's true, but but we can take gratitude in the small things that we that we are gifted with every day. Right. right. Yeah, I definitely I have always like set mm-hmm. a really high bar and I'm mm-hmm. like, I won't be happy okay. until it's like the success mm. is like monumental. Interesting. Yeah. Like what I'm learning right yes. now is um, to celebrate the small victories. Yeah. It's like, oh, you had a good show. Mm-hmm. So what? There are only 15 people there. Like, you sure. had a good show. Yeah. Like, yeah. Soak that in, you know? Yeah. yeah. And like, I don't know. Like, I don't know that much about this industry or like how one gets to a certain point if that's what somebody wants i don't know anything about that which is also part of why i'm here because it's interesting to look at it from an adjacent or an outsider point of view Mm -hmm. like oh is it talent 
unique no what, what is it characters character uniqueness nerve and talent what the c isn't character though is it charisma thank you charisma uniqueness nerve and talent like yeah some people may still have all of those things and never get anywhere right right am i right you're very right i think you still have to be nice to people and i think that's a thread that i've that has been underlying all the conversations i've had with like almost 30 comedians now at this point like at the end of the day people are your peers it doesn't yes. matter where you started yes. you still should respect other people even if you don't like what they do of course if people are hateful or petty or mean or cliquely yeah you got to deal with that but still like at some level of respect even though like somebody might be like a shitty person because some people think I should be shitty to Bobby to put myself up. Yeah. Well, that has nothing to do with my success. And if that's all you cared about, well, then I don't know. You're not going to. I don't think you'll get that far if you're putting people down to make yourself better. No, I mean, you know. people have to root for you. Yes. Right. Yeah. And like if you're a dick, like word gets around pretty fast. I'm sure. So, Yeah. And, you know, in comedy, you're yeah. going to encounter, sure. like, some very okay. volatile personalities. <laughs> yeah. But I can, like, choose yeah. how I let those affect me. <laughs> of course, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's, yeah, I laugh about it most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's move to the next card, which is the lesson coming into your life. And we have a major arcana card. The strength card. This one's gorgeous. It's the lion from the Chronicles of Narnia. (laughs) It's a gorgeous lion. It has a rose in its teeth. And it has an infinity symbol on its forehead. And the infinity symbol is this, like, crazy, like, cool, like, solar burnt orange color. And the card says strength. Mm-hmm. It's pretty. So when we look at all the cards, uh, there are four suits, cups, wands, swords, and let's see, pentacles. And it's just kind of like the cards of a deck. But in addition, there are 22 major archetypes of which one you are holding in your hand. Which when they come up in our reading, that's what we pay a little bit more attention to because it also shows that the person might be going through something bigger. Like, you know, we really focus on that. So in this case, you have the strength card. There is the lion. It is also kind of the card of Leo. And, you know, the sign of Leo is charismatic, loves the spotlight, Mm -hmm. loves attention. Me, 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 me. Pay attention to me. It's all about me. But we also think of the lion as having like brute strength. And of course they do. Right. Like top of the food chain, apex predator. But what this card also really talks about is internal strength, mm-hmm. inner strength, mastery of emotions is really what this card is about. And so well, that's what it's all about for me right now. Right. That's and that's the lesson. <laughs> that's what, the lessons I'm trying to learn every exactly. day. So like that's what's coming to you. That's what you're working with in this present season of your life. Now, as I jump to this card beneath this is the card that shows the lesson already learned and we have now the seven of wands take a look and describe the seven of wands the strength card could be it does look like a fiery clitoris (laughs) 
um, which I'm not opposed to. Uh, it's it's witchy. It's got a witchy energy, fire, um, nature, branches. Um, I don't know. It's it sticks. It sticks in fire. It's very primal. And there's something. Oh, there's the Roman numeral seven mm-hmm. on top, which I like the number seven because um, I got sober on the seventeenth of, of 2017. Ooh, oh, that's nice. Numerology is cool. Mm-hmm. Like this is the this is like the the flame that lights the way for you on your path. And Lewis has the description there. A single one stands up tall, ablaze with light. The others fall away in shadow. Such is the story of the Seven of Wands. You'll not find any strength or support from others, only yourself. And maybe strong-ass legs as well. Yeah. <laughs> tried to silence me before, but I think it's an important point. You have the strength card as well. Yeah, this is this is the lesson already learned. So understanding that you can rely Wait, upon let me yourself. Just, let me finish this. All right. Uh, time to be truly courageous and stand up for your beliefs. You may feel overwhelmed with caution and fear, but your internal fire will guide the way. That is 100% the lesson learned. Mm. I'm freaking out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, if I could sum up everything I've learned, like, in the simplest form, it would mm-hmm. be that, like, no one's going to save you, babe. Like, you have to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be really hard some days. Yeah. Just, like, the hardest part has always been showing up for myself. Yes. And, ugh, you know, not just like a, a kind of like crumbling under the stress of like uh, thinking about the future and being mm-hmm. able to take things like one day at a time. Yes. And do what's like good for me today. Yeah. It's, yeah. It was always like, uh, this thing is going to make me is gonna fix me it's like this dick you know this contract like uh what this person whatever Mm -hmm. this dollar amount Mm -hmm. um did uh did xena warrior princess have any like he's got a xena shirt on it's amazing was she she had like friends and allies didn't she she? had gabrielle yes okay she had a few but she was as i remember she was mainly the uh you know she was kind of on her own in some ways yeah like she was definitely like yeah the captain of her own ship like she was i don't know like i just feel like it's such a she's just like a an amazing symbol of like strength and femininity and i feel like there's always been like Mm -hmm. a little bit of shame attached to my femininity so Mm. i like like owning Mm -hmm. um, my kind of i Mm -hmm. like owning how hard i stand Mm -hmm. like strong Mm -hmm. females in pop culture Mm -hmm. yeah xena and buffy yeah my girls (laughs) 
Yeah. I always think of Buffy after Xena. They really are like one and the same. I guess yeah. same era as well. Yeah, but, like, same era for sure. Same kind of themes, monsters, monsters, <gasps> sling demons. Buffy was Friday nights. Xena was Saturday afternoons. Mm. There we go. <laughs> I guess. I guess maybe you've like slaughtered your own demons in a way. I hope so. If there are any more like lurking around the corner, I'm, I'm pretty tired. <laughs> I'm like ready. I'm ready for um. Yeah, I'm ready. Like for like a new chapter. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ready for another card. So ready. Yeah, this is what's working for you. And look, we have another major arcana card. It is the Emperor. I haven't seen this in quite some time. No one has really pulled it, actually. This is the fourth card in the major arcana. You can take a look there. This is what's working for me. Yes. It's a tall, just like healthy, sturdy tree. Um, it's pretty. It looks like it's living its best life. <laughs> it. There's like also a sun, um, you know, sturdy tree trunk, embers, flakes. fire, birth, prosperity. I don't know. I I want to know what this represents. I feel like it could be so many things. There's some, like, definitely, this is kind of like a patriarchal father-type mask energy in the Emperor. Lewis has the book here. Take a look. The Emperor is the father, or the daddy, if you will. Mm. He's the tarot's perfect counterpart to the Empress. He represents the side of you that's protective, decisive, and truly stable. He brings clarity of mind, and this in turn leads to actions or decisions. Sometimes this card is literal and points to a paternal relationship in your life. At other times, it suggests reconnecting with the part of you that stands strong and tall and knows just what to do. With help from the sun, the emperor can see for miles and miles. Wow. Stability is huge for me right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Just like, which card was this again? What's working for What's him? Working. Yep. Yeah, because I've been so messy for so long, mm-hmm. and I just feel like there's no way to like uh, keep that up, right? And like prosper in any way, right? It's like all about stability right now, and that's hard sometimes because mm-hmm. I'm still like kind of a young girl, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like you wanna like it's, it's sometimes it can feel a bit dry the right. stability. Right, like you wanna go out, you yeah. wanna shake your tits, yeah. You wanna meet a man, yeah. You want, you know, you wanna be a little stupid sometimes, you know. Yeah, of course. But it's been that stuff and that kind of um like unstable like spontaneity Mm -hmm. has become a little less important to me than like the things that stability awards me yes and you know yeah if that means going to bed at 9 (laughs) p.m and like 
drinking my Metamucil and, <laughs> you know, doing a guided medita- meditation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not the, um, kind of unpredictable, like anytime orgy sort of life yes. that I used to lead. Yeah. But that's not what I need right now. Yeah. And I feel that too. Like I remember times when it was just like, yeah, you're in like your twenties, you're in that like mm-hmm. messy phase because that's the time when you get to do that. If you continue doing it past a certain age, like eh, you're not happy because that's not ultimately fulfilling or satisfying in your relationship with yourself or with others. And it's not, you know, you get tired of like going on a bender and then like picking up the pieces after. Of course, it feels great mm-hmm. when you're doing it because you're like, yeah, I'm out of control. Right? I get to lose control when mm-hmm. when we have to be so controlled all the time or whatever that is like the pressure valve of like just like letting off steam or whatever that mm-hmm. is but yeah after a certain point it's not about a certain age it's just after a certain point when you've reached certain whether that's spiritual or emotional milestones in your life and of course physical right like we can't always keep that up as we get older then like where you know where do you end then what is that what is stability right. And it doesn't have to be boring. It can be obviously fulfilling because you know what you gave up to get there and arriving at the place where you know you've come a long way from where you used to be mm-hmm. is so gratifying. It is so gratifying. Mm-hmm. It's so gratifying. Now we come to the last card here, which is what is not working for you? And sometimes it's like we have the mother or the queen of cups. It's reversed, but... Here you go with the card. It's Mother Goose. It's pretty. There are like splatters of paint. Um, There's another goblet. Um, She's giving me feathers. She's giving me... um, She looks well fed. (laughs) Uh, She's giving me righteousness. She's standing erect. Um, She's, uh, yeah, she's got a confidence in her posture. She's, uh, and yet she's seemingly stuck in a storm. Yeah, I mean, we have the Queen of Cups. <clears throat> this has to do with relationships, emotion, water, the moon. So like the subconscious, like the feelings that we have. And you have a fair bit of water in your chart as well. Um, so here reversed, it could be maybe. It could be a love relationship that went like off the track or someone who might be having trouble expressing emotion. Who knows? If the card represents a person, it could be a dishonest advisor. I'm not feeling that really. It's more just uh, suggesting be careful who you trust with your secrets in your emotional life. That makes sense because you've mm-hmm. been talking about, oh, who are the right people that I need to have around me right now right. in this stage of my life. So it's making sure I, I really think this is just having appropriate emotional discernment as to who can be here, who needs to be in an outer circle or banished entirely right? so that you can continue to have stability like and, and maintain where you have gotten yourself to. Um, I don't really feel this energy either. 
It's like if the card represents the querent, that would be you, Bobby. It can mean that you are playing with possible dangerous psychic matters you don't understand. No, to me, this is really about relationships, about having the right ones in your life. And now that I look at the whole picture here, look at your future. This again, also the three of cups. It's also a cups card. Right. It's about who are the right friends. Who are the right people I need to have here? Right. Maybe you're still deciding that, which is why it's upside down and not upright. Because right. that's something you are working out. So that very strongly just tells me, have the make sure you have the discernment about the right people. And this means the wrong people should not be there. Right. Period. And you read something about like who I'm willing to share my secrets with. Mm-hmm. I try to live a life without secrets mm-hmm. now. I used mm-hmm. to, my life used mm-hmm. to be like nothing but secrets. Mm-hmm. Like every, every person was getting like a, a different version of the okay. story. Now yeah. it's like, mm-hmm. you can read my phone. Like yeah. <laughs> it's, I, I'm not, I'm my not, password. <laughs> I'm not really hiding anything. Uh, but in terms of like, I'm like, in terms of being selective with who I will like give, um, power over my emotions right that's like huge yeah um and yeah i feel like it's just you know i'm not 17 anymore yeah. i don't want to be like sitting in my room like crying mm-hmm. and writing songs about boys who um mm-hmm. you know wouldn't pee on me if i was on fire like there's <laughs> no like just giving that like targeting that kind of like emotional energy at people who like just aren't worth it Mm -hmm. no more no more no more no more boys tears but no more boys only the boys tears the right kind do we have a do we have a, a, a big question for bobby to finish off hmm do you have one no i kind of do um how do you feel about like plants are you a plant person what kind of person are you planets plants plants cats dogs um stickers i think i'm definitely more of a plant person okay i yeah i'm like i like like botany and like horticulture all right so then what plant would you be Hmm. oh you know, I do love orchids, Ooh. but lately I'm really feeling uh, like a daisy. Okay. <laughs> like a white daisy with the, the yellow center. Yes. Just like I, a beautiful I, I'm daisy. I'm really identifying it's with cute. that, like the white yeah. daisy with the yellow center. It's I cute. Maybe because it's like very like 90s fashion. It like is. daisy print. Yeah. But um, yeah. I... I am feeling like daisies are very um, my current brand. All right. What would you be? Himalayan blue poppy. Okay, well, I'm going to need like to an Google that. Poppy it is not an opium poppy. It only grows in the Himalayas. You can find it in Bhutan. It only grows at a certain altitude, so it's high maintenance, just like me. Okay. It, it's very tall, but it's beautiful. It's like this hypnotizing blue shade. It's very hard to grow. Like if you had a garden, you'd have to really baby the shit out of it to get right. it to grow because it grows at a high altitude. The, the temperature has to be... Right. I think they have it at in Victoria at Butchart Gardens. No question. Himalayan blue poppy. Okay. Rare, 
like rare inaccessible but beautiful as fuck that's wow. me wow didn't think about that but that's exactly what i'd be lewis um you'd be a dandelion so i could blow you <laughs> yeah sure <laughs> <laughs> i was trying to think of like a vegetable but i don't know if that counts like a carrot <laughs> something in the uh... a carrot's not a flower okay think uh... again Bobby has a, a pre-selected answer for you, but you are also allowed to have your own Well, that answer. was my answer. That's Bobby's for him, answer for really. you. Maybe like a sunflower? Mm. No, it doesn't fit, does it? Oh, I don't know. I'm too tired to think. <laughs> What's a really tired flower? Um, <gasps> I don't know. Tired-ass flower? It's just a bit like a... A wilting, a wilting, <laughs> a wilting anything like a wilting rose, you know? <laughs> like Beauty and the Beauty Beast. And yeah. the beast. <laughs> you're like you're yeah. like the rose that the one had left at almost like yeah. eleven fifty nine p.m. Just dropping off. There you have it under the glass vial, ready to die. There you have it. But I, I saw this jacket mood. that someone had. It was in. It was in Nottingham in McDonald's. 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 Yeah, they have. Uh, bouncers, security what? guards in McDonald's Why? in town centers. Why? Because it's fucking mayhem. Drunks. In these McDonald's. Oh yeah. Fighting drunks. Oh yeah. Just raucous. But there was a guy who had this jacket. <laughs> it was so sick. It said, um, to, uh, "It's like rest in." It was like uh, throwback. Oh, what was it? It was like. It was like. Uh, throwback to when i cared or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah in like scripts wilted. Font. Yeah. and it was like a wilted like a wilting <laughs> flower with it it's like rest in peace when i cared oh my god <laughs> it was some like uh eastern Moot. european guy who had this like leather it was like black and white i thought it was like a yeah there was like scarf oh, it was face a jacket jackets i thought it was that mm. at first for yeah, it was that have you noticed how much better McDonald's tastes in the UK? No. Does it? Not really. I noticed that. I like really? the Hong Kong McDonald's. The drinks are good at the Hong Kong. Like Asian McDonald's, they have the good drinks. Like mm. lemon iced tea and milk tea and stuff. That's the only reason I want to travel. is just so I can experience, experience McDonald's and different Japanese cultures. McDonald's is also very, very good. I tell you what I is can imagine. universally trash that is Subway. You like that? No, it's trash. Everywhere yeah, you go. Yeah, oh, that's totally. true. It's the worst. I ate Subway for the first time, like, <laughs> a few days ago. It, not for the first time, for the first time in several years. And I feel like I'm still recovering. Yeah. <laughs> it's the worst. It's like a four-day recovery period. Gross. From, like, a sweet onion chicken teriyaki uh, situation. Yeah, no. Damn. What's underrated as a fast food franchise not taco bell people love taco bell yeah that's underrated i think burger king arby's burger, burger king, king is underrated. scratches a very specific itch like there's nothing like a whopper they do the best burgers i'm not into burger king. they just do wendy's no no one cares about i wendy's. love wendy's i think wendy's probably is the most underrated what about carl's jr which came to toronto and then folded promptly a year or two later i used it's to okay. eat a lot of Carl's in mm. LA. Mm -hmm. It was wild. It was really good there. Would you mm -hmm. ever go to 
Chick-fil-A. Yeah, true. That's a good no, question. No, I can't. Yeah. I have before, though. <laughs> I have. How was it? Okay, yeah. It wasn't good. No. It, like, it was fine. Yeah, people were like, it's okay. But then one of my friends was like, I want to try the chicken nuggets because I'm a chicken nugget kind of guy. And he is a queer man. So I'm like, how do you feel about that? He was like, eh. But I want to try the chicken nuggets. I'm like, okay. He wasn't quite that flippant, but he was kind of just like, eh. Well, it's no, like, like, I regret doing it. Uh-huh. Like, I really regret yeah, you know, you, you know where that money went. Yeah, it's you disgusting. It yeah, I feel like to like make up for it, I'm gonna go like vandalize one of their locations or something. Or, mm. but you know what? I think I might have justified it by stealing. Oh, did you steal something? I think I was on a lot of drugs at the time, <laughs> so I don't. Who's to say? But, um, because <laughs> I remember eating there, but I can't imagine how i like rationalized right. it to myself because that's not something i would do mm-hmm. currently but you know mm-hmm. when you're high and you yeah. want like a fucking nugget <laughs> yeah. try coming well, between me and that nugget right yeah. yeah try coming between him and his nugget <laughs> we should leave on that don't get in the way don't do it bobby love you guys and it's nuggets love you too bobby. l-y-t